Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 24 of English with Tim, the podcast where you can learn English in depth and detail. I'm Tim, a native speaker, English teacher from the United States, polyglot, world traveler, and author of several resources for learning English, one of which is Words for Numbers, which is a Patreon channel where you can learn hundreds of words for talking about data for IELTS um, Task 1 academic writing or for making business presentations. You can find that at patreon.com slash words for numbers. Um, in today's episode, I'm actually recording from outside the house. We have guests in the house, and I tried just a minute ago to record from the front porch of the house, but cars were driving past, so I came back here. You're probably going to hear some insects in the background. I hope you like the nature background. So, um, today's episode is the second part of our discussion of gerunds, base forms, and infinitives. Let's just do a very quick review of each of those things. Remember that the base form of a verb is the form of a verb that does not include the particle or small word to and also has no endings on it. So, examples, put, get, take, walk, sleep, be, and should. Those are all base forms. No endings on them, no to before them. Uh, next form, second uh, form of the verb we're going to deal with today is the infinitive. So the infinitive is the base form plus to before the verb. So here are some infinitives. To put, to get, to take, to walk, to sleep, and to be. You will notice that the modal verb should has no base form. This is also true of all the other modal verbs. You do not use to before them. It's not a problem or a mistake that most people make, but it's worth mentioning. Why not? Um, and the last form of the verb that we will deal with today somewhat is uh, the gerund. So the gerund is the verb with the ing ending. So putting, getting, taking, walking, sleeping, and being are all gerunds. And again, modal verbs do not have gerunds. So um, let's talk about, well, in episode 23, sorry, in episode 23 last week, I focused on the base form and the gerund and said that in, I would talk about the infinitive in the coming week. So, the infinitive, let's remember again, is the base form of the verb plus to. Now, to is one of those words that lots of students think has no meaning and just exists to make their lives difficult, or maybe slightly less harmful that it's just a piece of trash in the sentence that doesn't mean anything. None of that is true. To does have several meanings, and even it even has a meaning when it is used with the base form of a verb to create an infinitive. To seems in that case like it is there just because, for no reason, but that is not quite true. When to is used before the base form of a verb, that verb is generally something potential, something that has not happened yet, something that may happen in the future very soon. Let's take a look at three cases where we can see clearly how to talks about potential actions, one that have not happened yet. So, case one, about to. We use about to to say that something will happen very soon. Six examples. Pay attention in, in each of them to the fact that the action has not happened yet, that it is still in the future. One, I was about to leave when the phone rang. So, if you were about to leave, you were going to leave very soon, but you were still at home. Two, our team won by scoring when the game was about to end. If the game was about to end, it had not ended yet. It was going to end very soon. That ending was still in the future. Three, don't wait till you're about to fall asleep to stop driving. So if you're about to fall asleep, probably your eyes are closing and then opening and opening and closing a little bit very slowly, but you're still not asleep. If you're about to fall asleep, you're not asleep yet. Four, we're about to run out of milk. Can you go to the store to buy some? If you're about to run out of milk, you still have some milk. Five, we need to go inside. It's about to rain. If it's about to rain, well, there's no water falling from the sky just yet. It will soon, though. Sixth and last, 
turn on the TV. They're about to tell the winning lottery numbers. If they're about to tell those numbers, they haven't done it yet, but they're going to do it soon. So again, two, um, as you can see here, it um, helps to indicate an action that is in the very near future. So case number two is reason or purpose of an action. This is a really common use of the infinitive. And in this case, two again means something that has not happened yet. People have goals or purposes for the future, not for the past or the present. Seven examples. One, people work out to look good and to feel good. So that's the reason or purpose is to look good and to feel good. Those goals and futures are, uh, or goals and um, purposes are in the future. Two, some people wear masks not to get sick. Three, people drink tea and coffee to stay awake. Four, I buy premium gasoline to take care of my car's engine. Five, she works on the weekend to make extra money. Six, I listen to peaceful music to calm down. Seventh and last, John Hinckley shot Ronald Reagan to impress Jodie Foster. Unusual example, but true. Um, actually, um, incidentally, coincidentally, my aunt um, lived in the same apartment building as John Hinckley, and um, after Ronald Reagan was shot by this crazy guy, um, the FBI came and searched the entire apartment and questioned my aunt. Um, anyway, completely random thing. Um, there are three details to understand about the infinitive to talk about the goal or purpose of an action. First, we can also say in order to instead of just to. Three examples. One, people drink coffee in order to stay awake. Two, she works extra hours in order to make extra money. Third and last, John Hinckley shot Ronald Reagan in order to impress Jodie Foster. Yeah, strange, shooting someone to impress an actress. Anyway, you might ask why we should use in order to if we can just use the shorter to. There are a few reasons. One is just variety. I mean, sounds more interesting if you use more than one way of uh, saying the same idea. Another one is exactness. So the word to has several meanings. So, for example, I gave the book to him. We are going to Florida next week. This is the key to your room, etc. Context will almost always make it clear if we're talking about reason or purpose, but the fact that the expression in order to has just one meaning ha helps us to underline the reason or purpose of an action. Note also that in order to, again, contains the word to, which, when used with verbs more often than not, points to a near future action. Second, how do we use infinitives with not? For example, I, say, I stayed silent not to hurt her feelings, or I stayed silent to not hurt her feelings. Now, grammar books will tell you that not to hurt her feelings is correct, but in everyday speech, people use both forms and both sound correct. Now, the third thing to remember about to is that we cannot use for instead of to. We do not use for in place of to. I hear speakers of both Slavic and Latin languages use for instead of to in this meaning, and it's not correct. It's understandable, but not correct. Now, let's move on to case three. Um, this is a more difficult point. It is choosing between the gerund and the infinitive after certain verbs. This is, I think, what most people think about when they ask about the rules for choosing the gerund or the infinitive. These are verbs where one of the two verb forms is always correct and the other form is always wrong. So which is correct, for example? Stop to make mistakes or stop making mistakes? Usually teachers tell students to just memorize a list of verbs used with the gerund or the infinitive. What you have already heard about the word to 
how it is often used in connection with potential or future actions, for example with about to and in order to and just alone, also works when talking about verbs. So verbs that talk about a potential action, one which is not completed yet, are generally used with the infinitive. For example, if you want to do something, that means probably that you have not done it yet. By contrast, if you enjoy doing something, that action could be something that you are doing right now. Now that you have seen this difference, let's put the idea to the test. I will say a verb and then make a pause. During the pause, think about whether this verb has something potential or future about it, in which case you need to use it with to, or whether it could be something happening now. So I have 23 examples. So number one, agree washing the dishes or agree to wash the dishes? Correct answer, agree to wash the dishes. If you agree to wash the dishes, you only said that you will wash the dishes, but actually washing them, that is still in the future. Two, ask someone, ask someone calling later or ask someone to call later? Correct answer, ask someone to call later. If you ask someone to call later, Maybe the asking happens now, but the calling will happen later. 3. Decide buying a car or decide to buy a car? Correct answer. Decide to buy a car. The fact that you have decided to do something does not mean that you have done it. 4. Deny stealing the cookies or deny to steal the cookies? Deny stealing the cookies is the correct answer. When you deny something, you're talking about an action that may or may not have happened in the past not in the future. 5. Enjoy swimming or enjoy to swim? Correct answer, enjoy swimming. It is possible to enjoy an action at the same time that you're doing that action, so nothing necessarily future about this. 6. Expect someone helping you or expect someone to help you? Correct answer, expect someone to help you. When you expect something to happen, it still hasn't happened yet. 7. Fail understanding or fail to understand? Correct answer, fail to understand. If you fail to understand what another person said, you didn't understand. You may understand in the future, but you don't understand now, so that's still in the future. 8. Finish eating or finish to eat? Correct answer, finish eating. If you have finished eating, the action of eating is already in the past. 9. Hope meeting someone soon or hope to meet someone soon? Correct answer, hope to meet someone soon. When you hope to do something, you want it to happen in the future. 10. Learn speaking English or learn to speak English? Correct answer, learn to speak English. When you are learning to do something, you still don't know 100% how to do it, so the completion of this process of learning is still in the future. 11. Need going to the store or need to go to the store? Correct answer, need to go to the store. When you need to do something, you haven't done it yet. 12. Neglect locking the doors or neglect to lock the doors? Correct answer, neglect to lock the doors. When you neglect to do something, you don't do something that you should do or, or are expected to do. The action is unfinished. In fact, it's even unstarted if you have neglected to do it. 13. Offer cooking dinner or offer to cook dinner? Correct answer, offer to cook dinner. When you offer to cook dinner, you have only said that you will do it. The action of cooking still in the future. 14. Plan working tomorrow or plan to work tomorrow? Correct answer, plan to work tomorrow. Plans are about the future, not the past.
Fifteen, practice singing or practice to sing? Correct answer, practice singing. Sixteen, pretend being asleep or pretend to be asleep? Correct answer, pretend to be asleep. When you pretend to be asleep, you are in fact not really asleep. Seventeen, promise being on time or promise to be on time? Correct answer, promise to be on time. Promise is like ask, decide, or offer. You say or think about doing something, but you haven't done it yet. 18. Quit smoking or quit to smoke? Correct answer, quit smoking. If you quit smoking, the quitting is already in the past, it's done. 15. Recall meeting someone or recall to meet someone? Recall is a synonym, by the way, of remember. Correct answer, recall meeting someone. If you recall meeting someone, you remember it, and therefore, it happened in the past. 20. Refuse working or refuse to work? Correct answer, refuse to work. When you refuse to do something, you don't do that action, so that action remains unfinished and in the future. 21. Wait being served or wait to be served? Correct answer, wait to be served. So if you're waiting to do something, that means that you have not done it yet. 22. Want sleeping or want to sleep? Correct answer, want to sleep. Obviously, if you want to do something, you still probably haven't done it yet. 23rd and last. Would like drinking tea or would like to drink tea? Correct answer, would like to drink tea. So how did you do? How many times did you correctly say whether a verb combines with the gerund or the infinitive. 23 questions. How many times did you get it right? And did the um, this little trick with two work for you? How helpful was it? Interesting for me to find out. Um, and now let's actually move back. We've talked a lot about the infinitive, and I've tried to really bring home that point that the word two means something in most cases, and that that two talks about something, um, some kind of future action when it's used with verbs. But let's shift back a little bit to the gerund. Um, let's now contrast the gerund uh, with, well, verbs that take the gerund with verbs that take the infinitive. So verbs that are used with the gerund, for example, enjoy doing something, they're more present. They could be happening at the time of speaking. This, again, is in contrast to verbs with the infinitive, where they, where they tend to be verbs that um, are unfinished at the time. So, um, eight examples. One. She denied stealing the money. She denied it. Well, the action is already in the past. Two, we enjoy walking in nature. If you enjoy doing something, that's happening right now. Um, three, he gave up smoking and drinking. So he gave up smoking and drinking. Um, when you give something up, it means that, well, the thing that you did before is already in the past. Four, um, I don't mind cooking if you wash the dishes. Actually, this one is a little bit in a kind of an unusual territory because if you mind doing something, um, it sounds like when you are in the process of doing it, you find it unpleasant. Um, it could also be something in the future. Actually, in the, the next episode, I'm going to get a little bit more into these exceptions. Number five, they practiced playing the guitar. So when you practice doing something, that's something that's actually happening. It's not something you're waiting for or that you said will happen. It's happening now. Um, and number six, I regret taking this job. If you regret doing something, you already did that thing. Seven, 
Sorry, I don't recall meeting you. If you recall something or don't recall it, well, that thing is in the past. Eighth and last, I spend too much time fixing your mistakes. You spend time doing something that's not in the future. So, that is all for today. Um, I will come back next week, more likely than not, with another episode about gerunds and infinitives. Um, I definitely will do another one. It might be next week. It might be the week after that. Um, in any case, tell me what your thoughts are about this little trick that I gave you for um, um, ger- choosing between gerunds and infinitives with certain verbs. And I will see you next Monday. Thanks for listening. <laughs>